Hey everyone, welcome back to the Jamie Star Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode. So my guest today is a professional ice skater. She has won many national titles. She has an academy of her own and she was a professional ice skater on Skating with the Stars. My guest today is Kiana McLaughlin. How old were you when you won your first national title? I was 15 years old. Um... I can't remember the year, so you can do that. <laughs> but yeah, I was 15 years old, um, won my first senior national title, and then I was too young to go to Worlds. Aww. Yeah, that was a bummer, but I think it's I think it worked out for the best. I mean, um, going to Worlds at 16 and like actually like feeling the pressure of it all was a lot, and I'm glad that I had like a year to kind of you know, mature as an individual, as a skater before like taking that on. So yeah, um, yeah kind of like a blessing in disguise, I think. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I mean, I was only 15. Like looking back, I'm just like, oh, you're such a baby. Yeah. Like, baby, you're dealing with so much. Oh, totally. <laughs> I just want to give my younger self a hug and, being, and be like, you know what? You're doing great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> When you got back, when you went back again for that second national title, did you sort of have a different mindset because you've, like, been there, done that? Yeah, I mean, so, like, the first national title, we were definitely, like, the underdogs. Like, we had just competed and won junior the previous year. And then we jumped to senior, and it was just, like, boom, we won. And that was, like, kind of making history that hadn't been done and like, I'm, I hope I'm at 50 years or something like oh, wow. that. Um, but fact check again, please fact check. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, like going into my second nationals, I did feel more pressure, definitely for sure. And going into that nationals, like I'm the type of person, like when I get stressed, I get sick. Mm-hmm. So like competing at that second nationals, like I had bronchitis, like I had a fever. Oh, wow. Um, I was like chugging Delsum because like it helped with my cough and like during practice ices, I was just like um, coughing. What's the word where it's like you sound like a literal seal? I don't know. Whatever. I sounded like a literal seal. So, Um, but yeah, I knew what to expect. Mm -hmm. I think that the pressure definitely kind of intensified as we were kind of expected to win again. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that, you know, we handled that pressure pretty well. And I think we got second in the short and I was just like, oh, no, mm-hmm. like this is not happening. Like I'm going to do everything in my power to like get my second national title. Yeah. How did Skating with the Stars like find you and how did you get involved with that show? Oh my gosh. Okay. Um, so Rockney and I, like my partner and I, we had an agent towards, um, the end of our career and they, um, I believe they were the ones that kind of sought us both out to do it. I know that my partner opted out because he was 
skating with someone and training with someone at the time. Um, but they kind of put us together or put us in contact with each other, like myself and the production team. Mm -hmm. And, um, I went in for like a couple of interviews and shortly after they're like, yeah, you got it. And I was just like, so excited. And I personally was rooting for you got for you and Brandon Michael Smith because Brandon Michael Smith was a huge part of my childhood. Sunny with a chance. Oh yeah. Like mm-hmm. he came from like a roller skating background. Um so he had like an ease on the ice, but it's like so different coming from roller skating too. Mm-hmm. And like especially roller skating on like the 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 quads like the two in the front and the two in the back Mm -hmm. like the balance is like completely different so Mm -hmm. like teaching him how to skate like the fundamentals and then like trusting him with like lifting me and like doing pairs things with me Mm -hmm. (laughs) um but we had like a really good time together I mean his personality is just like so huge yeah I had to like kind of be like okay like let's let's practice now let's try to train Mm -hmm. because like i just came out of you know i just retired like a um like a year prior oh wow i was still in like go 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 mode like this is what you gotta do like you gotta do off ice you gotta work out you gotta like push through the pain but like you know we had you know come from two separate completely separate backgrounds yeah So we found a common ground though, and we made it work and it was just, yeah, it was like, it was really fun. It was really fun. Did you know anything about him at all? Like before meeting him or he walked in the ice and like, ah, who are you? Yeah. The second one. (laughs) I was like, I was told that he was like a Disney star and I was like, okay, duh, because I'm like the youngest one here. They're going to put me with a Disney kid. Mm -hmm. Um, But I was familiar kind of with the show just because I love Demi Lovato. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'd always be asking questions like about her, like what she liked, like. <laughs> but um, I didn't really, I didn't really know him um, prior, which I think is like kind of a good thing because like if you're paired with like an ultra ultra celebrity, mm-hmm. I would get like, you know, starstruck and okay. nervous and self-conscious and try to act normal yeah like if you were paired with Zac Efron like you said I would die I would die I'd be like okay this is the choreography like we have to kiss in the beginning middle and the end and that's the that's the story we have to tell every song love story yeah When Brandon took you roller skating, that video still to this day makes me laugh of you guys training and him taking you to the roller rink. Were you nervous to go and watch, go and, you know, step foot on the wood after seeing him, you know, do all his flips and tricks? Like, was I intimidated by his, like, coolness? Definitely. Um, Am I embarrassed about how bad I was? 100%. I was like, I'm an athlete. Like, I got this. Like, I'm used to balancing on my two feet, but I was so terrible. Mm-hmm. Like, like again, I said, like, the balance is just so different. Mm-hmm. Um, which is, like, funny because when I was 21, I moved to Vegas to become, like, a roller skating acrobatic act Ooh. on the strip. Um, and I had to wear those damn quads again. 
and pretend like I knew what I was doing. But luckily, like I skated with a partner mm -hmm. and um, we would do like a bunch of like spinning tricks on this like six by six wooden um, platform, like circular platform. Mm -hmm. And it was really crazy and really intense. But again, I had to like yeah. pretend I knew what I was doing on those quads. And yeah. I never like till this day feel comfortable on them. Yeah. What did your Skating with the Stars experience teach you about choreographing routines and teaching and has your and did it help change your mindset as like a coach? Yeah, I mean like I said before, um it was kind of like my first um te like real teaching experience. So it definitely taught me like how to break down like the technique to someone that's like never done this before. You know, I never had to do that in my life. It's always just been like, you learn choreography, you do it a couple of times, you got it. Like, that's just like completely different um, when it comes to skating with a brand new skater, um, let alone brand new hair partner. Mm -hmm. um, but we did get to work. We were lucky, lucky enough to work with a lot of amazing choreographers, like as well as like a dance choreographer that had nothing to do with skating. So um, it did teach me like, you know, to kind of think outside of the box when it comes to choreography and like get inspiration, like watching dance videos mm -hmm. and like watching dance movies. Like I'm obsessed with that. I do that. I love it. Um, and that's like what I've kind of brought into my, my own coaching. Yeah. And then it's also just it, that whole experience, like, you know, being 18, you're not the most like patient, like you're still going through, like you're, you're, you're figuring it out. You're figuring out life. Uh -huh. like, <laughs> so it definitely taught me, you know, like, you know, being patient and just taking one thing at a time and, um, you know, working with kids is, like, so fun and so rewarding, but it's also so hard. Yeah. So, so um, I've definitely brought that and learned from it, just, like, bringing that patience into what I do now. Yeah. Very and, like, also, but also I think it's, like, very important for me as a coach and for me back then that um, whoever you're coaching um, or skating with can really feel your energy even if you're not like saying what's on your mind like your body language they can feel it mm -hmm. you know and it's really important that you know you keep like your self-talk you keep like you know positive reminders like be calm like you know they're still learning they're gonna get it like just relax and um you know be supportive in that way yeah um, so, yeah, it definitely helped me become a better coach, choreographer, person. <laughs> yeah. What do you love most about teaching? Um, sorry, one second, because I was rambling so much. <laughs> okay. Um, I think the, the biggest thing that I try to bring into my academy um, I don't know if you know this, but, like, I have my own. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so that just started, like, in the pandemic. Um, I'm really proud of, like, what I built and um, that I have something that is mine and that I've worked very hard for. 
Um, I think the most important thing that I've tried to bring into my academy and my coaching style is that I want to be um, the healthiest and the most like positive and supportive and the best role model for these kids. Like it is so, they're so moldable um, at this young and fragile age. And I try and teach them you know, resilience and, you know, it's not just teaching them how to do this sport, but it's like teaching them life lessons. Mm -hmm. Um, and I'm always very aware of that. I always keep that in mind, like day in, day out, no matter how I'm feeling, like, you know, you're affecting this person's life and it could be in a good way or it could be in a bad way. But, um, I want to be like the coach that I've always wanted to have. Yeah. I love that. (laughs) what is the most challenging part about having an academy with your name on it I mean there's definitely like a lot of pieces to the puzzle that um that I've never kind of had to do before as far as like bookkeeping and invoicing and directing like that was all kind of okay here's your academy now you have to figure out everything else like it's not just head coaching like it's not just being a coach. It's like being a leader, having employees underneath you, like making sure that you and your students are representing your academy um, the best that they can. And um, it's it's been hard, but it's been so good for me to just like grow and learn the business aspect of things. Mm-hmm. Like through the past year, I feel like way more knowledgeable in what I'm doing and where I'm going and where my career is at. And um, those hard things have just made me, um, I think, just so much better as as much as like during those hard times I'm just like I'm too overwhelmed like I can't do this I need self-care yeah yeah (laughs) you know because it is very time consuming as well like you're not just you know head coaching is is very difficult it's hard there's a lot to that goes into it like Mm -hmm. you know not only having a relationship with the student but with the parent um not only choreographing the program, but understanding the IJS rules. Um, and not only focusing on this season, but the bigger picture, like goals. And um, so so that's like a whole thing in itself. Mm-hmm. But then like on top of it, um, there's, I have to plan for the year. I have to meet like. The administrative kind um, of stuff. Yeah. So that's the stuff that I was just like very unfamiliar with. It was very intimidating to me um, in the beginning. It was very hard, but um, I feel more settled now in what I'm doing. Yeah. Yeah. And it's definitely like, it's something that I'm very proud that I didn't just like, kind of like say like, this is too hard. I can't do it. And Mm -hmm. I kind of just like rose to the occasion and, and did it. And I'm very happy with how it's going. Yeah. So this question may sound really dumb, from, but I'm going to attempt to ask it to you because I was very, you know, Olympically, Olympically invested over the pa- like this past year. And I was wondering, is there like a major difference between ice dancing and figure skating? 
Or is it like the same thing pretty much? I think that, I mean, I think it, I mean, okay, it is figure skating, but it's the, I mean, it's hard for me to answer this question because I don't want to offend any ice dancers. I completely admire them. I know that I wouldn't be able to do it myself. It's just like emphasis on different um, skills. Oh, okay. So more like edges, turns, lifts, um, but like quality edges, um, turns. Gosh, maybe now I sound stupid, but. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah, I just was curious because they had all these different phrases for ice skating and like different, you know, so I was just wondering like. It's, yeah, no, it's just like, so you have pairs. You have singles, which include men and um, ladies, and mm-hmm. then you have ice dancing. Oh, okay, yeah. Just a different category. Oh, cool. But it's under still under the same, like, yes. branch. Correct. It's figure skating. Yeah. What is the longest you've gone without stepping foot on an ice rink since you've, like, competed and done all that kind of become professional two years oh what was it the pandemic or was it some like something else i'm sorry excuse me no it was um so okay i finished skating with the stars at 18 i wanted to have a very normal life for a long time um and i think it was between the years of like I was 22 or like 19 to 21. I was being normal and then I was being very not normal with like the roller skating show. Mm -hmm. Um, Because I, I definitely needed a break from the sport and, you know, as much as it pains me to say, like I hated it for a long time, but like, you know, love and hate are kind of like the same emotion. Mm-hmm. So I think I definitely had my heart broken by figure skating and I kind of needed that time to heal and to gain different perspective. Yeah. I kind of go back on the ice. Where have been some of your favorite places that you've ever traveled? Um, Barcelona. So I used to work on a cruise ship. Um, I used to work on Royal Caribbean. I did professional skating shows for about like two and a half years. Um, and then one in particular, we got to travel around the Mediterranean sea. So yeah, yeah, it was, it was pretty amazing. Um, so Italy, definitely. Ooh, good Um, food, huh? Oh my God. So good. (laughs) That's what I hear. So there was this one time we were in Italy and we went, we got to, um, I believe we took a train to Capri and, um, we sat on top of a cliff, like my castmates and I, and we ate this like amazing black squid pasta. And I think about it like almost every day (laughs) and like pizza and mussels and It was, it was so, so, so much fun. Amazing. Yeah. What piece of advice would you give someone like me who is, who has terrible balance 
on the ice? Start off the ice. Ooh. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I have awful balance. Watching me ice skate is equivalent to watching, like, um, an America's Funniest Home video. I'm sure that's not true. But start off the ice. I mean, like, there's a lot of different muscles, like, in your ankle. Well, as well as, like, your whole balance in general that you can kind of um, help um, facilitate facilitate like your progression on the ice if that's what you want to do I mean like you know what like a half of a bozu ball looks like mm-hmm. kind of or just like anything I mean like half of like a cylinder like oh. half of a foam roller like putting your foot on that and just like balancing so like you're working like your your um your your ankle muscles, your balancing muscles mm-hmm. on the bottom of your foot, and then core, core, core. Awesome. So this is kind of a fun but kind of cool question. If you could star in an ice skating performance of a movie musical, what movie would you want to be in and who would you want to play? Burlesque. Burlesque. 155%. I love that movie. Would you want to play Allie? You. Like, that is my favorite movie. I'm wanting to choreograph a number for myself, too. Have you heard the song Express? Okay. Oh, Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Like, that I would be Christina Aguilera, obviously. I love Burlesque, one of my favorite movies of all time. Me too, girl, me too. <laughs> Literally, like, I saw Cher in concert about two and a half years ago, and she sang Welcome to Burlesque in the outfit and everything. I'll have to send you the video. I was freaking out. Where Did you see her in Vegas? No, here in Detroit. I'm, she was on tour. Oh my goodness, you're so lucky. It was so, it was, like, my inner, like, oh, my God. Uh Like, I, okay, I was at a competition recently, and I couldn't sleep. I was, like, up at 3 a.m. I turned on E, burlesque was on, and I'm, like, this is it. I think I have to do this. Uh, It's an amazing movie. This is my calling. This is my calling. This is inspiration. This is my calling. If I wasn't a skater... I probably would be a burlesque dance. <laughs> Amazing. How often do you treat yourself to a new pair of ice skates? Never. Really? I yeah, I hate it. I'm like one of those people that's just like, I don't like change. Like, especially like in my like skates, like my whole career, I've been in used skates. I won Junior Worlds in used skates. And the person that used them before me wore them for, like, three years. Like, I hate breaking in skates. So, never. Wow. Do songs get stuck in your head easily? Yep. Same. <laughs> One time and it's in there. Yeah, easily. Would you rather... What? Like, express. Yeah. (laughs) I heard, um, Show Me How You Burlesque in my car. I was listening to it the other day, and I'm just like, yeah. 
this is your calling too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Would you rather read the book or watch the movie? Watch the movie. Oh, me too. I can't. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> watch the movie. Okay, except I will say that Gone Girl was probably like one of my favorite books to read. And then I saw the movie and I loved it. But I was also just very sad there wasn't a sequel to it. Yeah. If I, so I love psychological thrillers. Yeah. I will read them sometimes if I'm feeling like booky. <laughs> yeah bookwormy yeah <laughs> um and then if i happen to read like the psychological thrill or like whatever the book before the movie comes out and i watch the movie um i'm so happy i read the book first but typically i'll just watch the movie if it's already out yeah that's how i passed english class in high school oh good for you you're resourceful <laughs> i just watched the movies don't tell my english teachers that's how I. That's how I passed high school English. Good for you. Because <laughs> I haven't. Because I'm not. Couldn't know. What is your favorite store at the mall? Um, Forever Twenty One. Ooh, yeah, that's a good one. I mean, such good finds. You have to be like in the mood. Sometimes I'll get anxious and overwhelmed. And I'll have a basket full of things, and I'll just be like, I can't do this anymore, and I'll leave. <laughs> you have to have patience to go through that, Forever 21. Yes, and maybe, like, an iced coffee. Mm-hmm. 100%. <laughs> Are you a fanatic about or for anything? Um... Like, I have this dream, I'll get there one day, to just be, like, able to take dance classes, because, like, I'm constantly on YouTube, like, watching dance clips. I follow all of these dancers on Instagram, and I'll just scroll through their stuff, and I'm just, like, thinking in my head, I could do this, I could do this. Then I get into a dance class, and I think I could do this, but then I get so lost so quickly, because it's so different than learning choreography on the ice. Mm Mm-hmm. And I feel bad about myself, then I'm like, I can't do this again. But I'll get there. It's a work in progress. Yeah. And what is a fun fact that not a lot of people know about you? I'm really amazing at killing flies. Ooh. Amazing. No, like, literally, I've killed eight flies in less than 60 seconds. That is talent. (laughs) That is a talent. out their music unless they have like a song in mind that they're really attached to then I'll, I'll do that but then I'm online searching for their costume or designing their costume I'm on Pinterest looking up hair and makeup inspo and for a lot of like the, the younger kids I will just do their makeup at the competition because mm. I love I love makeup I love makeup and hair it's so fun for me to do and I have like a vision in my head like a whole package deal, like when a skater goes out and that's like my skater, that's mm-hmm. like a Mesa skater. And it's like glam head to toe. Oh yeah. Sparkles, of course. Sparkles, but like edgy a little bit. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. my personality, I like sprinkled on them. Yeah. 
<laughs> it's like, tell me you're a Mesa skater without telling me you're a Mesa skater. Here you go. Exactly. Once again, I've been speaking with professional ice skater Kiana McLaughlin. I will see you all in my next episode where I'm chatting with Emily Kristen Morris from the National Tour of Something Rotten.